I promised last time that we would focus this time on the issue raised in verse 20 about eternal security or the perseverance of the saints. And so let's ask God for wisdom because the controversy that surrounds this is not just among those who don't believe in eternal security and those who do, but also among those who do how God keeps us secure, and that's what we're going to focus on mainly. So, Father, few things could be more important than your faithfulness in preventing us who are saved from falling away and being destroyed, because you have promised that none who are yours will be destroyed, and so show us how these things fit together and enable us to walk in them with great assurance and humility, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. My brothers, if anyone among you wanders from the truth and someone brings him back, let him know that whoever brings back a sinner from the wandering from his wandering will save his soul from death and will cover a multitude of sins. And the first thing that stood out last time on this re- in this regard in verse 20 was this whoever here is a human being, right? <laughs> whoever brings back a sinner. So this is a sinner, human, and this is a human. Human beings bring back sinners from wandering. Surely we trust God for his help in that. And God is the decisive actor. But the emphasis here is falling on God uses human agents to bring, bra- bring back those who are straying brothers from this wandering. And who's the, what's the subject of this verb? It's the whoever, right? Whoever brings back a sinner from his wandering, will. So the this verb, will save, the subject is whoever. That's a human being. Are you, are, you, are, willing, are you willing to talk like that? That you save a soul from death. If, if you bring back a sinner from the wandering of his way, you save a soul from death. Who's the, who's the subject of this verb, will cover? It's this whoever. Whoever brings back a sinner will save. Whoever brings back a sinner will cover. Who covers a multitude of sins? You do. Human beings do. We must let the enormous implication of that sink in of how important Christian community is. God has ordained that souls be saved by human people. That that multitudes of sins be covered by human beings. That's what it says. And of course, he means that the, the uh, actor God is doing it through the agent of the human. So the axe is cutting down the tree and the lumberjack is cutting down the tree. This is God. This is us. 
axes really cut down trees. If you take the axe away, the lumberjack isn't going to cut down the tree. That's the analogy here. And God means for us to know how essential we are in bringing back people from the wandering and thus saving their souls and covering their sins. And the question that raises is whether the elect can be lost or you can lose your salvation, or whether we should talk like this to each other about how important we are in saving each other's soul. So what I want to do is develop for you a summary in five statements with text to support each one of a kind of doctrine. Let's call them uh, five theses, like Luther had his 95 Five Theses on Eternal Security. Or another word for it, Perseverance of the Saints. Five Theses. Theses number, Thesis number one. We are justified by grace alone through faith alone, apart from any works. Ephesians 2, by grace you have been saved. And this saved is is a reference, I think, here to justification. By grace have you been saved through faith. This is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, not a result of works, but uh, so that no one may boast. Or Romans 3.28, we hold that a person is justified by faith apart from works of the law. So by grace alone, by faith alone, we come into a right standing. That's what justification is, a right standing with God. That's how the Christian life gets started. There is no contamination of faith alone at the beginning of the Christian life we come into a permanent and right and wonderfully secure relationship with God by faith alone and by grace alone. Thesis number two, those who are justified by grace alone through faith alone will certainly be glorified. That is, they will be finally saved. Nobody will fail to be glorified who is justified. Romans 8.30, those whom God predestined, he called, and those whom he called, he justified, and those whom he justified, he glorified. It is as good as done. Nobody drops out between justification and glorification. Do you see that? That is clear in verse 30 of Romans 8. Those whom he justified, he glorified, and glorification is the final state of salvation in the age to come. And so security is implied. Perseverance is implied. Here's thesis number three. But no one will be glorified or finally saved who does not continue in the faith. And this is what a lot of people simply can't put together. They think if we're secure, then even if we don't continue in the faith, that we'll be secure in the end. And that's not what the Bible teaches. You must continue in the faith. 1 Corinthians 15, 1 and 2. I would remind you, brothers, of the gospel which, I, which you received, in which you stand, by which you are being saved, if 
you hold it fast, hold fast the word I preached to you unless you believed in vain. So this if here is undeniable. You are being saved if you hold fast the word I preached to you. If you throw away the word of truth, back in James 5.19, if you throw away the word of truth and depart from it and never return to it, you will not be saved. Colossians 1.21, you who once were alienated and hostile in mind, he has now reconciled in his body. He has done it. You are reconciled in his body by his death to present you holy, blameless, blameless, and above reproach before him if you continue in the faith. So perseverance in the faith is essential for being found finally saved and proving that you were justified by grace alone through faith alone. Or as Jesus said in Matthew ten twenty two, the one who endures to the end will be saved. So perseverance in faith to the end is essential and no one will be glorified or finally saved who does not continue to the end. Thesis number four, God himself will keep his children from finally falling away. In other words, this act of being saved finally is a dynamic process of God's ongoing keeping. If you ask me how I know I'll wake up a Christian tomorrow morning, I won't say because I received Christ when I was six. I will say because Christ, God, has committed himself to keep me. So, Philippians 1.6, I am sure of this, that he who began a work in you will bring it to completion. My only hope is that that's true. John Piper, on his own, will not persevere to the end, but this says, God who began a good work in me will complete it. Or 1 Corinthians 1, 8 and 9, he will sustain you to the end. Guiltless in the day of, Christ, in the day of our Lord Christ, God is faithful. There's the key. God is faithful by whom you were called into fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. So he will sustain you to the end. That's what his faithfulness implies for all of his children. He will keep you from falling away. And the final thesis, therefore, is God keeps his children by means of his children. Exhort, this is Hebrews 3.13, exhort one another every day, as long as it is called today, that none of you be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. Because, so why should we be involved in exhorting one another every day? Why should we go after the people who are erring or, or wandering away and bring them back? Because we save their souls that way. We cover their sins that way. We do it because we have come to share in Christ if we hold our original confidence firm to the end. That's why we exhort each other, hold fast, hold fast, don't let go. Your reward will be very great. Salvation is awesome. Don't throw away your faith. Hold it firm to the end. That's the reason given why we exhort one another every day. So back to James 5. Whoever brings back a sinner from, the, from his wandering will save his soul from death 
and will cover a multitude of sins. And now we can see how this human agency here is so essential. God has ordained that all of his children, all of his elect, will be saved. Their multitude of sins will be covered. And to secure it, he has ordained that we participate in each other's perseverance and thus salvation. Eternal security is a community project. It is absolutely sure for God's children and God's elect, but it is not without means, and therefore we should take each other with ultimate seriousness. Thank you.